What's up, guys? What's up? It's your girl, Majee Malika. And your player partner, MJ. And this is episode number 20 of Everything Is... Bullshit! So what's good? What's good? What's poppin'? Right. Listen, like, this is episode number 20. 20. I am so lit about it. So excited about it. Are ya? I really am, because it's just like, you know, this was just like an idea not too long ago. And, you know, we've been doing this shit basically for almost 20 weeks straight. There's 52 weeks out of the year. Oh, my goodness. So that's almost halfway. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Right, right. So enough about that. Let's just go ahead and get into it. Yes. Um, before we do move any further, I definitely want to put y'all on game. This is, of course, DJ Only. He's a producer. Um, and this beat is actually called Cut the Lights, and it's a Travis Scott type beat. So go check him out on IG at I am underscore only, which is O N L I I. Now let's go ahead and get into it. So this week in review, listen, a lot of stuff has dropped this past week I know, that we have to talk about. So first and foremost, can we please get into Meek Mill and his amazing? album man meek brought the fire did he know championship you know like he really really killed it he did so like and not only did meek drop something but we also had of course trey songs oh my god he hit us with two whole albums two whole albums and then of course i know i'm still listening to helen hailu she dropped her little EP right. called What She Say, and it's amazing as well. But first, let's go ahead and talk about, you know, this Meek Mill Championship. Meek Millie. So, your favorite song and why? Favorite song is, of course, um, the one with Cardi B. I mean, my God, that, I mean, that ain't nothing but fire. From the first verse to the last. Listen. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> You yes, know? absolutely. It is fire. I won't deny. Like her verse was crazy she came good. With it. Listen, she came with the fire. I was like, Cardi, look at you. You're a butterfly. <laughs> yeah, you're flying up into the sky. I love it. Oh, wow. So absolutely, the kid was digging that definitely. But for me, or actually, first off, why is that your favorite song? So just fire. I mean, anything else? I mean, did you appreciate Meek's verse? I mean, I mean, I definitely appreciate Meek's verse, but Cardi. She came through, man. She came through from, you know, like, I can remember when she was on Love and Hip Hop. And I she know. was struggling. With DJ Self. With DJ Self. And now, you know, she on, she she took over that song. I'm telling you, her verse is fire on that song. So I think that she really brought it. And that's the reason why it's one of my favorite. It's probably the favorite on Meek's album. Although, all his shit is bangers. All of them. Well, you know, I absolutely agree because definitely I love a good song I could work out to. I love a good song that I can, you know, bounce my ass to. So definitely, I absolutely love that song. But my favorite song on the whole album is What's Free. Listen, when I tell you that Jigga, Hova, Jay, Mr. Carter, whatever he wants to call himself nowadays, oh my gosh. Literally, like, I, like, I, (laughs) that's how nasty that shit is. I, I want to throw up. That's how nasty his verse was. Seriously. I was like, Jay, uh, uh, 
you are just amazing. Like, look at you. You know, like, he's a butterfly, too. Just flying into the air. I really enjoyed his verse. he always been banging. Like, all his lyrics is banging. But you remember the incident that happened with me, you know? Oh, God. Here we go with this fucking incident. I mean, because, yeah, you remember the incident, you know, when, you know, (laughs) I kind of, you know, strayed away from Beyonce. I kind of strayed away from, you know, Jay as well. You know, they were a collective, you know, for quite some time. So I framed them as such in my head. So I had to remove myself, oh, but I'm back, Jay, and I'm back, B, and I never left to begin. I, okay, well, listen, you know, like, I, okay, they, they are, they both are amazing. <sighs> listen, I listen, I, I had some issues. I had to get away so I can get back on track. But now I'm back, and Jay, fantastic! Thank you so much for the fire on your verse. And low key, like Ross, he was good too. I've never really heard him like this, and he was fire too. I, I mean, love Ross. The, the, the whole song was fire. Yeah. Absolutely. So, were you surprised by any type of, like, collaborations or features on this album in particular? Of course I was surprised by the whole, you know, uh, well, I guess I shouldn't have been because they're back friends. But, of course, you know, surprise, Drizzy on the album, you know. Right. And that is always a pleasure. Although it's not one of my favorite songs on the album, um, it's still nice that they are back because they always you know, produce songs together that, that were qual- of quality. You right. Know? Right. Always. Absolutely. I definitely, um, was surprised by him and like, it's like, I was kind of surprised by Cardi, but at the same time I wasn't, um, just because she's like the hottest female rapper right now. But the reason why I was surprised by Cardi is because you brought it to my attention. Actually, like, duh, like that's like Meek Mill's ex, like arch emesis or nemesis, you know, like, Nikki and Cardi, they definitely don't like each other from anything, you know? And it's like, wow, like, hold on, you featured, like, now the hottest rapper in the game, Capriccio X, on here, and they beef. But just like, you know, just like Meek said, Meek said that that's a girl's business. That ain't got nothing to do with him. Listen. And so, you know, he out here trying to make this coin, and Cardi is going to bring the fire and bring, you know, her following to his record so big big ups to to meek for you know putting cardi on the album and and showcasing her talent because i don't know if she writes all of her lyrics but this shit was banging i mean yeah if she didn't write it the delivery was everything the deli- man her, fantastic. she has worked on her delivery listen i can understand what she says exactly. now and it's clear like it's clear and so yeah whatever she's done whoever has coached her they have done an excellent job well well done so now I want to actually go ahead and get into Trigger's two albums. Oh, so my God. Amazing. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, this with two, right? So basically we have 11, which is like the slow jams. And then we have 28, which is like the workout mix or, you know, like how I like to call it the work it out mix. Because you, you, can, you can work it out to that hell right there. It's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Like, Literally. I'm a huge Trey fan anyway. I'm a but. huge Trey fan when he's in the studio, not live in concert. Because <laughs> I've been to one of his concerts, and anybody who is like a big Trey fan, y'all should be able to attest to this. He like he's aesthetically pleasing, like in concert and on music videos. But on his Snapchat, he's really not that cute. And then also when he performs, he doesn't sound that good. So I mean, I'm, I'm indifferent, but I appreciate his work in the studio. Man, this. But my favorite one. Of both of the albums is eleven. I eleven, because he got so many fucking bangers. First off, first and foremost, we got to talk about 
I know you too young to even remember Teddy Riley. Yeah, I don't know who Teddy but Riley Teddy is. Teddy Riley is on that joint called Keep It Right There. And oh my gosh, they brought it. You know, like Teddy Riley, Riley is from, you know, the 90 group called Guy. If you know, um, what's that What's that popular song? Um, I don't know, but I know they do a lot of like computer love sounds what? on this song. Yeah, I, I was do, like, I knew you was gonna like that. I was like, because it sounds like your that type song of is like back from the '90s when you in the desert in some leather, and that's the kind of love that you're trying to get from this woman, you know? Like, that leather in the that desert, love. In the desert love. That leather you know? in the desert. I don't know, that's right. Yeah. So, man, like you know, Trey brought it. Um, so glad that he dropped two albums all at once. Well, two mixtapes all at once, and gave us different sounds and and um showing showing us that basically he has been working so you know i i really respect that and i love when artists do shit like that i mean absolutely because that's your only job it's like you know i mean i'm out here like <laughs> here i'm actually the only job no, cause that's your only job bro like you should like that's why i love chris brown and his artistry literally chris he always gives the fire and he gives it in large amounts this is true. and you know i won't you know always. i won't go on a tangent on chris but you know breezy baby i love you you're like uh, amazing your artistry is amazing everything that you do to me is amazing so that's what i'm i mean that's what i'm trying to allude to in respect to trey like you're not doing anything else this is your one job so come on hit us with you know your, your work let's see what you're working on so definitely i agree with you he put out like this whole double feature thing and it's amazing for me personally though i like 28 more um 28 to me I, I just love the upbeat vibes i like how he like you know expresses himself um in a i guess fun sexual manner if that makes sense like i mean i'm used to like trigger always doing like the slow jam which is good too like you know penny dropper like what else uh uh replacement girl back in the day with drake like, i mean like all his slow jams i'm used to it but um i like this i like 28 it was very um refreshing plus I always like when he does like his his little fun cute things and I guess my favorite song on this album, or I guess mixtape, would probably be Wristwatch and Spark. So definitely listen yeah. to that. Like, I feel like he killed it with, like, Tory Lanez on Wristwatch. Oh, like, my God. He killed it with Tory. You know? Yeah. Like, and they were a good combo. They should do a mixtape together. Listen, now that's something I'm, I'm here I'm, for. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. I would certainly listen to that. Like, for sure. And let's see. Yeah, pretty much that, that. That's it for me. Those two songs are absolutely like my absolute favorite, of course. And then you know we we can't forget about you know Miss Helen Hailu. Yep, yep. And her album, what she say, like literally still banging it. It's a whole vibe, y'all. It is like, a vibe. Literally, it's a whole vibe. You want that chill vibe, you know? Like bring it down a few notches, you know, just chilling. You know, smoke a beezy, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what you should be listening to. Get yourself to. A, a glass of red wine, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, put on the candle. Mad Dog 2020. Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> Are you from, like, Compton? I don't even drink, y'all. Let me not even say that, because I'm not even going to say that people from Compton drink... Mad Dog 2020. Just, what are you talking about? Are you talking about them little colored thingies that like be like like I red, red, and like know. blue, blue? Like I was just bringing this shit up. Oh my know. gosh! But she has Anyways, a chill vibe. You yes. Know? If you're into that, if that's what that's what type of vibe you're trying to go, you definitely need to pick up that Helen. You know? Right. Right. And listen, when I tell you that the best song on this hoe is "Time" and "Baller" and "Danger," listen. Okay. First off, that's three songs. 
Okay, well, <laughs> the best three songs. Time, Baller, and Danger. All right, y'all, so we're back. So we're talking about, you know, being friend zone and how you can get out of the friend zone and go from being in the friend zone to just, you know, straight flexing and straight, you know, getting it on with that person that you are, you know, <laughs> interested in, you know? And when I say get it on, I don't mean in the literal. I mean, like, you know, in the, like, sensual, not sexual, but the sensual. Really? You have to be centrally attracted first. And hey. then... You can, you know, move on to the sexual, Is you know, right? I'm just saying, I mean, that, that, that's how I feel, but, but I mean, it is what I said. That's why I said it. Okay. Okay. Now, so how does one move out of the friend zone? I don't know. How does one move out the friend zone? Like that, if you are deemed in the friend zone by a woman, trust and believe she will keep your ass there no matter what you do. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like if, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know. That's if she's really serious about the friend yeah, zone. Yeah, if she's serious if about she the friend really zone. she's really serious about the friend zone. You're going to stay in that hoe. She really going to keep your ass right there. Like, you're going to stay in that hoe. Like, keep it right there. Like. She's going to keep it right there. Listen, Trey, he, he did say it. He said right. keep it right there. Right, right, right. right. I mean, okay, so, so I feel you. I, I really do. So, my thing is, so, if you notice that you're in the friend zone and you notice that the other person is keeping you there, like. Like, it, like I guess, what are the telltale signs that you're being kept in the friend zone? Because maybe if you can recognize the signs, you're able to correct your behavior so you can get out of that and enter into something new. I think that one of the telltale signs is if she's talking to you about other people that she's dating. Man. Bruh, you in the friend zone. <laughs> Dude! I feel like another, like, sign is, like, of course, not only talking about people that she's dating, but... If she says, like, you know, oh, you're such a good friend. Oh, yeah. Like, if, like, if like, she like hits you with the, you're such a good friend, or you're just like a brother to me. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> man, you're in that friend zone. You're in that friend zone. And maybe zone. you didn't know that you were in the friend zone until that moment when she hit you with that. You're such, you're, you're such, you're such a good brother to right, me. Right, like, people laugh. left. You're so funny. You're such a good friend. Right, exactly. I love you as a friend. Best friend. Man, you know, cause some some niggas don't even be knowing they in the friend zone. At all. You know, they just be out there just hoping and wishing that one day a relationship will occur. And it never does. Never ever does. They're just out there just living their life all willy nilly. Yeah. Without a care in the world because they don't know what happened. Or yeah. what is happening? Right, exactly. So sometimes you just gotta stay. You gotta stay woke on on the relationships that you have with people. You know, yeah. Just stay abreast. Yeah, especially if you want to get on that breast. If you want to get on that breast, <laughs> stay abreast and focus and know where oh, you at because yeah. if you're trying to get out of the friend zone. You might want to stay abreast to get to the breast, which is the goal. But um, so. Do you feel that people of the opposite sex can be friends without, like, smashing, without, you know, really flexing on that person? Like, can you be friends with the opposite sex? I think it's possible. I, th- I think that 
anything is possible, you know, in, in this world. Um, of course, I mean, I just believe that it is possible. I don't think that you can be friends with everyone, but there are certain individuals of the opposite sex that you can be friends with and you have no problems with them at all. Okay, so tell me something. So you're, I mean, clearly you're a stud. Like you are definitely more masculine than feminine. I know that you've had guy friends before. Have any one of your guy friends like try to come on to you? No, not any of my guy friends, no. That's weird and nasty. But... (laughs) (laughs) So you mean to tell me like nobody, like, or has somebody like, I don't know, like try to hit you up like via DM and be like, yo. I mean, guys have hit me up but not my friends like if you're my guy friend you know you know where I stand and and they normally respect that but yeah I mean just other guys guys come you know sliding into my dms and that and all is of that. weird yeah, they, AF. They do that yeah and I've had to block people and all of that because that shit is just weird dude if I wanted to do that then I would be straight you know right I don't I don't need that in my life you know at all Oh wow! So you don't need like uh no no no. I don't he got a big neck and no. know how to use it. No. no, I'm good. All right, yeah. okay. I well, have one too, and I know how to use it. But that's another story. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, so since that, okay, so you believe that people of opposite sex make me friends. So okay, how about like your female friends? I know you have female friends too. Like has a female friend ever tried to come on to you or like I mean anything like that? Or like were y'all strictly just friends? That was it. Yeah, I mean you have people that have ulterior motives. I mean that's that's just the world that we live in. They have ulterior motives and perhaps they try to like slide, you know, a comment in or whatever. But, you know, you just have to be you know, very stern and strict on if this person is, for me, it's just like this. If somebody is in the friend zone, nine times out of 10, they're going to stay in the friend zone. Right. And that's just how it is. Like some people, you put them in this box and that's all they can ever do for you is be your friend, you know, um, because you don't find them attractive or whatever. Right. But like, um, you know, you just have to stick to your guns if someone is trying to come on to you or someone is trying to get out of that friend zone. You know, because to me, I know men, are, I would imagine men are very, very, um, very, um, let's say they they can try their hardest and they do it often. Right. Um, persistent. That's the word I'm looking They're very for. persistent. They're very persistent. Yes, but they women are. women are very persistent as well. I was going to say, because uh, Chrissy Teigen did get John Legend now. Let's not forget about that. <laughs> she was stalking the man, all right? Women are very and persistent. And she ended up getting him. When they want something, oh my God. And they, they got two kids together now. Exactly. They, so. and, he, and he didn't even like her He didn't first. even, my point, exactly. You know? And they were just friends. Yeah, he had, you know? I don't know if he had put him put her in the friend zone but he was very he, he was i mean he was adamant enough about how adamant. he didn't want to be with her yeah so, so we can be cool yeah but i don't right. really like you like that yeah, you exactly know? you know so you know i guess you know women to me women are more persistent than men because they just they they a little sneaky hmm. and they real like men can be sneaky but i think women are sneakier hmm. you know well, I think, I mean, for me, I, I really don't believe that, or I believe that people of opposite sex, they can be friends all day, every day, but for me, I feel like dudes are more persistent than women, 
But I do agree with you in respect to the sneaky, like, about, like, I feel like with a dude, you're going to know that, oh, yeah, he wants to fuck. Oh, he wants to talk to you. He wants to hang out. He wants to take you out on a date. He wants to whatever. For a female, maybe not so much. It might be like, oop, sorry, my pussy fell in your mouth. Oop, my bad. Yeah. Oop, sorry, like, you know, like, I didn't mean to do that. Like, I was just, you know, we were against friends and it just happened. I don't know how it happened. Like, you know, females, they are sneaky in that sense. But in respect to a dude, I, I feel like it, it's easier for a female to be a friend with a dude because you can shut it down easily. Like, you can absolutely shut it down even if they are persistent. You can shut it down. And, like, so speaking of that, so... Who's more likely to stay friends with the opposite sex? Do you believe it's females or is it like dudes? Like if a dude, you know, has like a good girlfriend, will he keep her or like a girl who was a friend? Like, is he keeping her in the friend zone for a minute? Like, you know, whatever, vice versa. Like who who's better at keeping friends with the opposite sex? Uh, I would say that, uh, I, I would say that maybe, I don't know. I think it's difficult for both, especially when you get involved in a relationship your significant other probably just depending on who that person is, they may not want you to stay friends with, you know, that said person. Right. So, um, I think that if you're really friends and you're adamant about that and it is just on a friendship level, I think that, you know, either one guy or girl can keep that, that friendship. You Hmm. know, I think it's just even, I don't think that there's one more than the other. What do you think? Well, because my thing is I feel like you can fall into like a like a more dangerous situation if you're with, like like if a dude has a female friend, because dudes are dumb at the end of the day. Like, <laughs> I mean, like for real, like dudes, like I mean, and like, you know, God bless them. But like, you know, God sent, you know, a helper for a reason because God, he made them niggas. He was like, wait, hold up. These niggas can't do this shit by themselves oh, wow. because they're dumb. You know, and so it's like, you know, big ups to God for making women to be helpers. Yeah, I love me some God and, you know, big ups to him. So, you know, like, right, God is the homie. So it's like, I firmly believe and I'm absolutely strong in my conviction about dudes being dumb. And so I feel like a dude can't be a friend with a female for quite some time, especially if he's in a relationship, because dudes, they, they always think that somebody is trying to get their dick wet. Nobody wants to wet your dick, bruh. <laughs> nobody wants to do it. So back up. Like, nobody wants to do that shit. So, <laughs> what? Not a wet dick, though. Yeah, nobody wants to wet your dick. So oh, back Lord. up. You know, like, just chill on it. So, like, for me, I feel like, yeah, like, a dude cannot be with a female, like, who's his girlfriend, and then have, like, a girl who is a friend, and it remain just friends for quite some time. But, I mean, I, I guess. I guess. I don't know. And then, so, okay, that brings to the point. So, can you be that single friend who has a friend of opposite sex who's in a relationship or, like, a friend who is, like, married? And can y'all, like, remain friends? Because, you know, I was watching Greenleaf today. And, you know, uh, the, the main character, uh, Gigi. Or, yeah, Gigi, right? So, Gigi, she can't. And I'm on season one. So, Gigi, she, like, came back to, like, her hometown in, like, Tennessee to, like, I guess, preach at the church again or whatever she sees her old homeboy from back in the day they used to have a thing together and didn't work out she went her way he went his way he's about to get married and then they end up fucking still Mm. because they were good friends they were trying to remain friends Mm. so it's like is there like a line that like like or like i wouldn't even say a line but is that like a unspoken rule like hey he or she's married now you're the opposite sex she can't be with that person as a friend anymore and if so is that right to, like, deny somebody friendship that they've had with somebody for years 
because now that status has changed to either like commit a relationship or marry now. I mean, I would say that you that it, it does it does depend on the person, but with them it's different because they were in a relationship previously. And I understand that, you know, they're just friends now. But when you are in a relationship previously and the way that they ended, they didn't end like um, you cheated on me, I cheated on you or whatever, right. whatever. They ended because there was a secret and she didn't want him to be affected by it. So, so his feelings were still there. So it's different. If you're, if feelings are still there, hell no, you don't want them, you know, to that be person friends. to be friends right. at all because those feelings are ultimately going to creep up. Right. You know, no matter how much you suppress them, no matter how much you try to ignore them, you know, those feelings are going to come up. So basically it depends on what is the past. How did you, were you, have you guys always been friends and there ha, and it's always been, you know, just this platonic relationship? Right. Or was it romantic and then platonic? Um, and, and now, now you're, you're in a relationship. And then romantic versus just straight animalistic fucking. Is there a difference between there that? There is a difference. Okay, so can you be friends with somebody or will you allow your significant other to be friends with someone they just had sex with? Absolutely not. But that's different. They just had sex. I mean, I it's guess, not even, I guess, well, you know, for me. Especially it, because, me, especially because you know how it is about sex these days with people. Like, everybody's just a body to somebody, you know, until you actually want to make that next commitment. Everybody's a body. So it's like, I'm not really feeling it. I just want to smash, you know? For me, I, I, I it, it is really by just depending on that particular person and the background, the, the backstory to that person. Like, for me... I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind if I was with someone who were friends with someone that they slept with because I don't feel I, I'm not the person to feel any type of I don't feel some type of way about that. You mm-hmm. know that doesn't make me jealous. You had them and, you know, apparently, you know, we already know that my sex is better than their sex. Oh, you know, that's Lord. just how it goes. Oh, that's just how it goes. That's just how it goes. Okay. So I'm not even worried about that. <laughs> like that is not even on a nigga's mind at all. Okay. So for me, I don't care, but it just depends on, it really does depend on what type of relationship you had in the past. Was it platonic? Was it romantic? How did it end? All those specifics play a part in the friendship that you're wanting to hold now. Hmm. Well, I guess that's just a roundabout answer to say that, um, yeah, if they... My sex is better? Yeah. I mean, just... I mean, okay, guys. So that's the takeaway. <laughs> that's the takeaway. If you're mex- if you're messing with MJ, just know that her sex is better than whomever else that you've had. Okay, that's the takeaway. Anyways, so how do you make sure that you don't fall into the forever friend zone if you want something more? Man, what do you, you do? Can, you can't. You can't ensure that. That's that is not something that you can ensure. If if it's if, especially when you're dealing with people like. You're dealing with somebody that can, they maybe they are attracted to you. What's up, guys? What's up? 
So we are back, and we, of course, are, you know, starting this session of what we can't say on the internet. So right. I know what I want to talk about is, of course, um, George H.W. Bush, his funeral. And, um, you know, how Trump, he just, he just don't give a damn. <laughs> he just really out here, just really not caring. Like, this man is white, like you. And he died. He don't care. He don't care. He don't care about you. Oh, my God. He don't God. care about nobody but himself and him and his pockets. Like, literally. That's all he cares about. Listen, so. He it, showed up at the funeral. I mean, he did, but he was acting like he ain't never been no church before. He was acting like he's never been touched by the hands of God before. he ain't never. He, ain't, he is not a religious type of person. Listen, like, it, all, all of that, all of that was propaganda. And, and my thing is, is that not your evangelical president, the the one with the good Christian values he and doesn't have any everything? Good Christian values like that. All of that is fake news, homie. Fake news. Because oh my gosh, like the fact that literally he was at the funeral, but he was acting like he like wanted to be on the golf course, like he wasn't he trying to, to be. be there. That's like, what he wanted to be. Oh my gosh! And like if you, if you haven't seen it, guys, like definitely go look at the funeral. Just the portion where Trump, like he literally did not sing. Like they were singing some a song. Like it's called the Apostles' Creed. And apparently, if you're like an evangelical Christian, it's almost like a national anthem. You should know that. And it's just so funny to me because the person that he accused of being a Muslim was sitting right next to him. And the Muslim president, he stood up. The Muslim black president, who was low-key probably a Baptist. I don't even know what his his uh, religious beliefs are. I really don't know what President Obama's beliefs are. But what I do know is that he stood up. He took his little pamphlet, he was reading the song, and he was singing the song along with his wife, along with Hillary Clinton, the person that he wants to throw in jail, and along with her husband, Bill Clinton, the one that he says harasses women. Like, are you kidding me right now? Girl, that president, that, what, what's his name? Trump, dump, Trump? Yes. Trumpy? Right, yeah. Trumpy to dumpy. <laughs> he, he is not presidential at all. At all. He doesn't fit in. And the reason why he doesn't fit in is because he's a fake, he's a phony, and he's a fraud. He is fake, phony, and a fraud. My thing is, I wonder if he was, like, kind of, like, burning in the church. Like, maybe that's why he wasn't talking, because, <laughs> listen, like, it's hard to, you know, be, you know, who you are when you're in a place that you're not supposed to be. Right. You know? And, but, you know, the devil can walk up in the church and walks up in the church often. So, you know, it was, it was nothing but second nature to him, you know? Listen, I guess, I guess. And then, like, another thing that, like... I I hate it's the fact that Michelle and Barack they even acknowledge this dude man like seriously like this man he came for your livelihood he came from your like nationality he came for your your birthright he came for your children like to me that's absolutely absurd but Michelle and Barack they're just so upstanding because it couldn't be me yeah they're super like, classy like they're so classy it they, could they, not they be they always me. you know when people go low they go they as go high as they can possibly you know? go man like all the weight in the sky like this dude he didn't even acknowledge the clintons at all like i'm like bruh you're not even gonna talk to the clintons well they they weren't gonna talk to him I mean, did you see Hillary's face though? She she was straight. She had like blinders on. Stale she face. She was just looking forward, and that was about it. 
stale face you absolutely know? like he's just he's he's just trash he's a trash president he's trash. literally like shame on americans for being trash as well because <laughs> you guys voted this trash ass president into the office you but know? that's another thing so now i don't even want to give him any more um of no my more damn attention or right. time so let's go ahead and move on to cardi being offset breaking oh my up God. what happened so apparently cardi like and offset they broke up because i guess there was some infidelity going on in their marriage you yeah. know yeah i i saw that that whole um there was this mistress called summer bunny or yeah something. summer bunny and she i she didn't know that their marriage was 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 real basically she didn't real? know that it was that serious so like for me like the reason why like, I really can't stand it because Cardi, she says that it's nobody's fault, that they just fell out of love. But my thing is that maybe they weren't even really married. Or maybe Cardi, she was married to Offset, but Offset was not married to Cardi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's like... Which happens often. Which happens quite often. Because I'm like, how can you just fall out of love? Like, maybe... Like, y'all just got here just two minutes ago. Like, you know, like, y'all literally just got together. So what are you talking about? And then, like, this mistress, the Summer Bunny person she was talking about, apparently Summer Bunny and, like, this other, like, rapper, like, Cuban Barbie or something, I don't know, something like that, they were supposed to do a threesome offset, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, they had, like, you know, screenshots and all this stuff of, like, them on FaceTime and blah, blah, blah. So they are supposed to do a threesome. And, like, how you said, like, you know, the mistress, she said that she never wanted to really break up a happy home and that, you know, she but didn't think married, that. But you're, if you're messing with a married man, what do you expect? Right, like, right somebody like offset like i don't care about him or the amigos but you know there's many people that do and many people that you know recognize him so you can't really keep that on the low low you can't and i mean like i i just i, I don't get it like you know she came on you know um online i think she sold her story to tmz and she was saying that she was so sorry and she feels so ashamed and that she doesn't want to no, you don't and that she doesn't want to mess up cardi's family and mean? and their and her husband and that, you know, she just hopes that Cardi can overcome this. And that, again, like, she didn't know that the marriage was serious. Stop. And and see, the only thing that I can come up, I mean, with, again, is that Cardi was married and Offset wasn't. Like, so Offset was probably telling her, like, yeah, like, you know, that's a little, you know, a little shenanigan thing, you know. We want to do a little Jedi mind trick for the fans. <laughs> you know, make them think that we, you know, trap royalty or something. Because oh, I'm like, what? That makes no sense at all. Like, how you, how you going to say that y'all ain't really married? How are you gonna say that it wasn't really that serious? What? Well, that well, she said. Well, Cardi said that they're married and that the divorce may take some time. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm over it. I'm over it too. But what I will say is, Cardi, thank you so much for sharing that picture of Kate. Kate, see, cause she's so cute. Culture. Yes, yeah, little culture. Kiari Cephas. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> I am so mad the way that you pronounce their last name. That's it. Culture Kiari Cephas. Cephas. Right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, beautiful baby girl. She's absolutely beautiful. So you guys are blessed nonetheless. You know, it It sucks that y'all, I guess, aren't together anymore. And I use not together anymore very loosely because, again, we're all even together married like that in the first place anyway. Right. So... But let's go ahead and continue on with Alexis Sky and Fetty Wap. Oh my god! So if you've been following Love and Hip Hop, um, New York, um, Alexis Sky is on there. Fetty Wap's on there, and apparently Alexis Sky, she's you know still like going on with this big old battle with her 
trying to get support from Fetty and acknowledgement from Fetty of their daughter. It's not going to happen. Alea, right. And it's I don't think gonna it's going to happen either because, and I hate to say this, but I really feel like maybe he's not acknowledging Alea because he can't really see Alea. And I hate to say it, but it's like, he can only see with one eye. So like maybe he's like, shut up. I don't know the baby shut, really look like up. me like that. I, I can't. I can't with you. Okay. Shut, shut okay. Up. Look, I'll be the bad guy. I, I I'll be the bad guy. Look, Stevie J, he made a whole career out of being the bad guy. I'll be the bad guy, okay? I don't care. But at the end of the day, what I'm saying is, is that maybe maybe it's true innocence. He really can't see her. No, what is the problem here is, well, what I think the reason why, you know, he won't acknowledge her as his baby and has not signed the birth certificate is because, you know, the baby has a lot of medical conditions and medical needs. So I think that even for him, I mean, it's a lot of money. He has a lot of kids, you know, so he does. So I'm sure he's getting, you know, um, he, he's getting hit up for a lot of child support. Right. And I think that, you know, this baby who has a lot of medical needs, um, is very expensive. Right. So if he signs, you know, the birth certificate, then he is, you know, he is monetarily responsible. So I think that, um, yeah, that's the reason why he won't sign it. So what do you think about the whole thing about, you know, Alexis Guy saying that her Medicaid, like the baby's Medicaid, uh, or uh, let me not say the baby, Alea's Medicaid can't be transferred to New York from Atlanta or whatever. Because people, they was online, like, kind of low-key throwing shade at, like, Alexis Guy. And my thing is, like, first off, like, Alexis Guy, she's not Nicki Minaj, nor is she Cardi B. She's not even Alfonso Ribeiro. And if you guys don't know who Alfonso <laughs> Ribeiro is, that's Carlton, Carlton. from Freshman's of Bel-Air. Like, literally, she's, like, nobody right now. Like, for real. Like, she got a little reality TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cute. It's you a know? little check. It's, it's a little check, you know? But she ain't getting a bag like Cardi. She's not even getting a bag like like Jeffrey from Fresh And then Fresh you got to think about, you, you know, know, she moved, what, this is New York, right? Yeah, so and she New York moved is so New expensive York, compared expensive. to Atlanta. But more to the right. point of my thing with, you know, Alexis getting Medicaid for her child, Get go ahead and get that. Why right. not? Like, right. first and foremost, med- medical care is expensive. Too expensive. And it should be free. Yes, it should. Especially to black folks. Well, you know? Well, not even that, but my thing is, especially to children and mothers. Especially like, come on, to bro. children. Like, yes. come on. Like, this is like an innocent child. This yeah. child needs so much therapy. Like, do not put this medical burden on a parent just because they're trying to save their kid. Exactly. Every kid should deserve to live and have a prosperous life and be a contributing citizen to society like don't be like that so like the whole medicaid thing is like you know i think that people were wrong for going at her at you know about that um but i really do feel that fetty does not want to put his name on there because even if she does get medical medicare right now medicaid medicaid right Uh now is that like if he signs and says that that's his child they'll come after him for the money so I, i believe it's all strategic you know he's trying to protect his assets which is bad because when you have a child, you need to provide for that child no matter what. Listen, no matter what, man. You know? Like, you, you you lay there, you got sucked and fucked without a rubber, clearly, and now this baby's here. So, what are you going to do? Like, right. you have to be responsible. Yeah, but be responsible. Be a man. Be take responsible. Care be, take care of your children. Yes, MJ. You know. Look at you. I feel it. You Look know? at you. That's what, that's what needs to be done. Absolutely. You know? So, guys, as we close up the show, we want to introduce a new segment called Random Realness. And we're just going to give you little small tidbits about, you know, just, like, things that we just want to be real about that's kind of random and, like, not really, like, within, like, the absolute focus of the show. We're going to talk about it anyway because this is EIV, so why not? So, um, 
On today's portion of Random Realness, we want to talk about being safe this holiday season. So I want to bring attention to, you know, there's this girl, her name's Carla. I want to say her last name is Stephanik, Stephaniak. I don't even know how to say her last name, but this 36-year-old girl, she's in Florida. She went to Costa Rica for her birthday, and she was brutally murdered out there. Like, at her Airbnb, she was alone, and um, she she was murdered out there. Um, apparently, she was, you know, with people. She was with her sister-in-law, but her sister-in-law took a flight back home earlier than her, and she was supposed to go out the next day. So she checked in for her flight and everything like that, but she didn't make it to her flight because, like... She, she was murdered, basically, in her Airbnb. So I say this because, like, MJ and I, we, like, recently went on vacation together. And we ensured that we were, like, literally always together. Like, it's very important if you go out of the country, like, or any type of travel, like, to, like, be careful. Like, seriously, like, definitely, like, what I want, like, you listeners to know. I mean, in this holiday season, as you guys are traveling and having fun with your family members or traveling to your family members, whatever, like, travel travel together because there's strength in numbers definitely um just be leery of strange or like small weird ass places like like you know like we like we went on an adventure when we went vacationing but we made sure it was like a big group setting like we didn't do anything like by ourselves you know right because you never know what could possibly happen you never know and then also like you know literally like stalk your surroundings be hyper aware of everything you know uh, take, you know, turns being turned, like literally, like, you know, everybody, yeah, you want to get turned, you want to get lit together, but at the same time, you need to have one person at least who's like a little bit focused to know like, oh, where are we going? Is this our Uber? Is this our Lyft? Is this our Airbnb? Yep. Is this our hotel? Do you see that nigga over there to the left who's staring? Like, you know, like, like to be focused on y'all so y'all can be safe, you know, not saying not to have fun, but definitely just be a little bit focused on what's going on at the same time. Definitely. And then also, like, you know, have fun with those that you know and make sure that those that you don't know don't follow you. Right. All right? Like, stay focused, like, truly. And then the next little negative information we want to leave y'all with is, of course, don't go broke this holiday season, man. Like, oh my goodness. seriously, like, Christmas time is here. I mean, be kind and be cheery, all that other bullshit, but just don't be dumb. Like, God willing, you're going to have a tomorrow. So make sure that your tomorrow's covered too. Because exactly. being broke, like, for real, like, it's no joke. It's not funny. Like, when, when your money's funny, it's not funny. It's like, that's not funny, you know? <laughs> like, it's not funny. So don't be broke. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Not when your money is funny, that's not funny. It's not funny. So, <laughs> like, be careful, all right? So just don't extra splurge this holiday season. Oh, my Have a good time, but be conscious of your bank account and know that tomorrow will come. So you want to make sure that you step for tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Right. <laughs> so, MJ. i use that your money is funny, but that ain't funny. That ain't funny. It's not funny at all. But enough about that, y'all. You know, again, thank you so much for listening as always. MJ, you know, she's going to give us the quote of the week before we head on out. So, MJ, take it away. Yes, definitely. And since we're talking about being in the friend zone and all of that, I just want everybody to know that even though, you know, that girl or that guy, they may friend zone you, but pizza will never friend zone you. Just remember that. Like that, straight like that, straight pizza like that, and tacos. Don't forget about tacos. Oh yeah, tacos. Pizza and tacos will never friends on you. And chocolate cake. And cho- they will be your friend Friends. every Till damn the time. Till the fucking. They will end. say, "Come on home, baby. Yes, I've been waiting on you. Right. Come on in. Now. Come on in. Because I've been Bring wanting you. Bring it on home. Yeah.
And with that, y'all, we are out. Definitely, again, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of EIB. And, of course, we all know that everything is never that deep because everything is bullshit. Bye, guys. Talk to y'all later.